You are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential, derived from our maker. That is liberty, and liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast edition here on Westwood One, powered by CRTV. My name is Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here as well. We would love it if you would join us. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. And we just wrapped up production for today's CRTV show. Let's give the audience a preview of what's to come. Aaron. Pretty much everybody sucks. Your turn, Todd. Yeah, I texted a buddy of mine who works in D.C. on Capitol Hill, and we were, he asked me a few questions about this, and what I texted back to him is, no heroes, only villains. Yep. Todd. I learned that our judicial thinking, our journalistic ethics, and our foreign policy are... Pretty much at the bottom of a hole somewhere. <laughs> there's a hole. We've there's gone a hole from in in the go- bottom of this. <laughs> yes, there's a hole. That's great. That's even better than what I was. I was thinking. I was thinking we've gone from in God we trust to help. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> We're the. <laughs> America's new motto, or it's no our new new uh, new uh, logo, is no longer the bald eagle. Is no longer our symbol. It's life alert. That's good. <laughs> just sitting on the, we're just laying on the ground. Help! I've fallen and I can't get up, and nobody comes. Like nobody comes. Sorry, ma'am, we're busy. Um, Hannity's on. That's where we're at right now. Curious prudence on a bump on the hole on a log on the hole in the bottom of the sea. No. Can you imagine? If we did not have our distractions to take Calgon, take us away from this, you know what? I- See, you're getting into don't don't serve don't. no wine before it's time. <laughs> All right, that's that's going to be what our pot, the meat of our podcast is going to be here in a minute. But first, this announcement: if you want to subscribe to CRTV, CRTV.com is our website. Promo code DACE is how you can get our show as well as every program we do here at CRTV. Uh, every single day, you get access to our archives of shows, too, so you can get caught up. I know binge-watching is kind of how we roll nowadays, so you can binge-watch the great one Mark Levin. If you sign up today and you haven't missed any of his show or you haven't seen any of his shows yet, you don't have to miss a single one. You'll find us listed under other programming. CRTV.com, promo code DACE is how you can take advantage of that. All right, so it is a Pop Culture Tuesday podcast, all right? And... I have what I think is a ridiculous premise, but I'm going to bring it up because I don't think it's as ridiculous as I once thought it was, okay? I went and looked for this article too, and I couldn't find it, man, because I want to give them credit. I do. I try to go out of my way. I always have in my career to go out of my way of giving attribution whenever I can, all right? Um, I couldn't find the original article, but... Shortly after, I think it came out shortly after Trump clinched the nomination in 2016. And some national media outlet had done a story on, now keep in mind, this story this story came out before Grab Him by the Hoo-Ha, before Stormy Daniels. Karen McDougal, another playmate, came out last night. I think her name's Donna Moore. She was Miss December 1992. And she's got pictures of her and Trump together and Trump in a lounger out front of her hotel suite flexing for her. Literally. That's literally a picture I saw. What? It was just awesome. Total. It was total awesome, Sasha. He's flexing. 
Yeah. Were they at the Gadsden Mall when they did this? No, but I mean, it, and, and it, it, true billionaire t- type of flex. Like he's wearing like an all white, oh, you know, beach outfit and he's flexing, but oh. it, and it's short, short sleeve and he's flexing with it, you know? Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff we're talking about now, there's no Russia. None of the stuff we're talking about now is known. So it's, it's the summer of 2016. None of this is known yet. Or alleged. But that, let's make sure we put that out there. Because some of it is known. Some of it is just alleged. And it's just off of the, of the drama he had already created. All the name calling. You know, all of the, you know, pretending to mock a, um, a disabled reporter. The stuff that was troubling people then. Okay, the the comments about John McCain, you know, being I like I like soldiers who you know weren't captured. captured. I mean, this, just the stuff that and doesn't that seem like that happened like twenty years ago? Yes. Yeah. Didn't I tell you? I told you. Did I not tell you we were going to age in dog years here? Did I not warn you about that? It's Oof. happening. Yes. I mean, somebody somebody told me last night we had our monthly uh, poker game with uh, some of our friends, and w- some of them told me. Didn't the omnibus happen like three years ago? <laughs> it's like no, it was like three weeks ago. He goes, it seems like that was three years ago. You know, um. So the stuff that we thought was there's no way the one that one Mexican judge. I mean, the stuff that we were lit over the spring and summer of 2016, which all now seems like jaywalking offenses compared to the stuff we're talking about now, right? Whether Michael Cohen's a mob fixer kind of lawyer. I mean, the stuff that we are discussing now is well beyond, well beyond what we were talking about then. And we were all freaked out by it then. And I wish I know who did this. It was a mainstream media outlet and they were freaked out by, by what, they, what they found. Is they went out to some swing state somewhere and they and they asked people what they thought of you know Trump and the scandals and the drama and they actually found people who said and many and and they were you know pardon me between our age and Aaron's age <laughs> so a full fully immersed reality TV generation right reality TV really as we see it today really began with the real world on MTV remember yes. that when we were in college and high school when that came out and and now it is most of what's on television Aaron's generation has never lived in a world where this didn't exist okay and they wondered you know his reality TV persona he was a massive star making 25 million a year off of his show on NBC which was very popular the apprentice could it be possible that this would actually help him get elected that the people are so conditioned the popularity of pro wrestling reality tv they're so conditioned to these sorts of antics cable news shoutathons like Hannity and Combs used to be every night right Okay, just give one, you know, one person from the left. We're a long way from the firing line with William F. Buckley and, you know, the old original, you know, crossfire with Pat Buchanan. I mean, those things look like, you know, uh, those things look like a, a night at the Apollo compared to what we do now, which looks more like, so how'd you enjoy the play, Mrs. Lincoln? I mean, that's kind of how it looks now. And their premise was, could this be helping him? How's the reality TV generation reacting to this? And they actually found numerous people who said they would be more inclined to vote for him because they just, politics bored them. They thought most politicians were corrupt anyway and he'd make things interesting. And these folks that wrote this were traumatized. You could tell by the way they wrote this story. They were traumatized by this. And I remember reading it at the time, and I wish I could have found it when I went back and looked for it today. And I thought, come on. This is just ridiculous. No way. We're here now. And I can't believe I'm going to do this. But I am willing to entertain things either I thought there's no way 
I'll have to ever entertain them before or I wasn't willing to. Like I had somebody come to me over the weekend. I won't give their name. A well-known GOP consultant. I, I, Aaron and I were talking about this before we went on the air. I've not told you this yet, Todd. A well-known GOP consultant came to me over the weekend and asked me, because I am a national media conservative and I live in Iowa, they asked me if I would write an op-ed defending Chuck Grassley's defense or defending Chuck Grassley's wanting to legally protect Mueller from being fired by the Justice Department. And um, they wanted me to write the op-ed and they would distribute it nationally and probably help get me booked on some shows in order to do it or in order to promote it. And I told them I'm, I will politely decline. A few months ago, I probably would have said yes to this. But... I find myself talking less about Mueller's resume leading into this investigation than the fact his investigation appears to be, at best, a leakocracy. And I am beyond disillusioned. I don't think the truth is obtainable. I don't even think most people on either side want it. I think they want a story. They want a narrative. They want a show. So no, I declined. I would have never guessed, if you went back and watched our shows when Mueller was first appointed, as I defended him in his resume against several of my own brethren, if you would have told me I would be at that point six months later, well, it's actually been almost a year now because he was appointed in mid-May, right? So if you'd have told me a year later, I'd be at the point that I'm like, you know what? I, no heroes, only villains. I would have guessed not. And yet here I am. And that's where I'm at right now. And now I am willing to entertain the notion. Like somebody said to me yesterday, I only attacked Comey because I'm trying to re-ingratiate myself to the conservative base after being never Trump. But it won't work. And he can't believe CRTV hasn't cut me loose. And I told him, if, if, if pleasing the likes of you, of humpers and cultists like you, is what it takes to remain in this gig, I look forward to the day CRTV cancels me. And up until that very day, I will go out of my way to needle, pester, offend, and piss the likes of you off like I haven't even before. Here, here. Okay. I second that in that motion. I mean, you guys, you guys are here every day. I won't. I won't go so far as to say we never do it. We are not ignorant of who our audiences audience is and where they're at. But I, I can. I can just tell you, ninety nine percent of the time, we put no regard into, uh, you know, don't you think we kind of have to do this given where they, we, we don't we don't really do that no. at all. No. I won't say we've never done it. Like there are times, there are times when I have felt, all right, I think we really pushed our audience on this point and maybe we should give something back. Or Does Aaron, it, we shouldn't light ourselves on fire. Or Aaron, we shouldn't light ourselves. Like Aaron had a brilliant idea a few months ago. And I was like, Okay, that's when we do when we find out they're not going to renew our contract. <laughs> so I won't say that's never happened. Like we have to be somewhat self-aware, but on a regular basis, ninety-nine percent of the time, we we have no game plan other than what's the best what best and most entertaining way we can come up with to tell people what we really think. That's really what our plan is every day. Nothing more, nothing less. So. What I'm saying now is no attempt at all to <clears throat> woo back some constituent. I don't care about any of that. I really don't. I am wondering. I mean, I, I, and, and it really comes from my own reaction yesterday. So Monday's my busy day of the week. We have our shows we do for CRTV. We've got a column deadline Monday morning. I teach a, a worldview class to high schoolers that's totally on the other side of town. Uh, yeah, and it's, listen, it beats going down to my shaft with a flashlight. I'm only telling you how busy my schedule is so you know why I was, when I got out of my class, I was not even aware of this Cohen hearing yesterday. Was not aware of it. And a good buddy of mine calls me up and says, are you watching this? I said, am I watching what? He goes, I've been texting you. Updates in real time. And I looked at my phone, and yeah, I had it, I had it on silent because I was teaching my class. That's a two-hour class. And uh, he, had been, he had literally, in real time, been sending me updates of what was going on with this Cohen Hannity hearing. 
all the drama about Cohen's lawyers wanted to submit the name in, in an envelope, say it in, in, in closed chambers. I mean, Stormy Daniels just walks in to the gallery with her lawyer. I mean, he's sending me all these. He's like, dude, this is so lit, bro. All right. And I get home and I turn on some of this coverage and I'm like, dude, this is so lit right now. I mean, you, I was, th- this went on for hours, man. I was, this reminded me of in college when we had I Hate Brenda clubs. Because, you know, the whole thing was, should Dylan be with um, with Brenda or, who was Jeannie Garth's character? Do you remember? <laughs> you don't, it's in my contract. I had this look on his face like, you're taking testosterone supplements, aren't you? Dude code violation. <laughs> clear. Dude code violation. More like clear. <laughs> I'm glad you could read it in my face. <laughs> Look at Todd's face. <laughs> I could see you, your pupils were so dilated. You were trying to do the math. Is this a test? Is, is my supposed to answer? Am I supposed to know? Is he setting me up? Or am I appalled? You were all those things at once for like a second and a half. Yes. It was great. Dude, when you live on a co-ed dorm, this is the stuff that goes on, right? You know, and so, you know, it was always 90210 followed by Melrose Place back in the day, right? So there was was a lot of drama. We had an I Hate Brenda club right there on campus, you know? So that's kind of what it felt like. I'm in. Like, to me, I had somebody I know who runs what I would call like a middle-class super PAC, like a six-figure super PAC. And he texted me this morning. He's like, come on, Dace. You had to admit, regardless of whether you, you know, whatever you think of what Trump is doing, watching him just expose all of these people and blow this up is entertaining. And I said, well, if you mean this is like the last days of Pompeii, and you know at this point now there's nothing you can do to stop the eruption from happening. And you're going to take solace and enjoy the fact that at the very least some really poopy people are about to be turned to glass. You're right. I'm all in right now. So we've kind of come full circle because that's exactly where we were when he got into this thing. And we were, you remember, in the old studio, we're enjoying immensely. With yeah. him. Hey, Rand, you know, just punching him for the fun right, of like it in the debate. That one debate where Trump yes. ran out of things to say exactly. and couldn't answer the question. And he just turned to Rand yeah. Paul, who only got in from pity. Yes. And, and hey, what's he doing here? He's not even <laughs> supposed to be here today. We were right? la- so we're just back there. Yeah, I think we are. I am anyway. I mean, these storylines... This is better than Bochco, Sorkin, Spelling. I mean, the fixer attorney who, who uh, the porn star makes the dramatic entrance, the courtroom bombshell, it's not even May sweeps yet. And if there's one thing many Americans are, it's bored. So my question is, and I really really hope you're going to tell me Steve this is a great hook and we really enjoyed watching your Twitter commentary on this last night because I was as lit as the Gadsden Alabama Mall last night guys that's how lit I was last (laughs) night but all that aside Steve no that's not how this works that's not how any of this works I, I was only half kidding when I tweeted last night. Guys, you know there's no way he's losing the election now. This is the dopest show on TV. When you look, walking the Walking Dead has embraced the suck. Homelands run out of run out of stories. They're essentially copying the last election now where Hillary Clinton did get elected, but she basically is Trump and they just went twenty fifth amendment on her. Okay? Everything's played out. America needs this right now. There's no way they're canceling this show. We haven't even gotten to the LGBT, every, every show has to have one now, token storyline. We haven't even gotten to that yet. And we haven't gotten to like the adult love child who shows up years later. And he's got people behind him that are kind of pushing him to insert himself into the family power structure and claim his birthright because they want to use him to get their hands on it. But he he, he kind of wants in, but on the other hand, he's not sure. Maybe he just wants to build like his own supplemental ranch next right there next to South Fork so he can see his family when he wants, but he can kind of be his own man at the same time, right? We haven't even gotten to these sorts of storylines yet. 
We haven't even gotten, I mean, you can see why, you, I can tell you why we got the big courtroom scene yesterday before May sweeps. Because the, the cliffhanger is North Korea. North Korea is, is in May, guys. The writers to this show, it's insane how good this is. Because it's kind of crept up, but it's gone away a little bit. Yes. So you don't really expect it coming up. Yeah, so the, normally what happened in that courtroom yesterday, that's your season you know, ending cliffhanger until the next fall, right? And they gave it to us before May. Why? Because we're going to Pyongyang, bro. I mean, this is like at the end of that Dallas season where JR went on the road to Vienna. We're going to Pyongyang. Now, you might prefer Vienna, and I would probably agree, but, you know, I hear Pyongyang is wonderful this time of year, and that's where we are headed for May sweeps, and it's going to be lit as lit can get. The guy, the, 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 little, the little heir with the bowl haircut, with the tall heir, with the bad comb over, the pale pastel versus the Cheetoed one. Are you kidding me? This is like that WrestleMania when it was Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior, brother. It will be lit. I'm calling it right now. The final, final couple beats of that May cliffhanger will be Trump fires Jeff Sessions. And he has assurance from, uh, what's-his-face, Francisco, whoever's uh, next in line, to fire Mueller. And so things are looking up, at least we think, for Trump. Cut to... We see Oon's hand on the trigger. Oon's hand on the trigger. Now we see we see him looking out over his palace. We just see a shot uh, from behind over his shoulder, and in the distance, there's a missile going up in the air. That's that's the way this season ends. That'd be a good cliffhanger right yeah. there, don't you think? I think? Things are looking up, but there's actually a nuclear bomb incoming. So my my question is: Are we so? Attached, Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Are we so attached to reality TV culture that now that we've moved from Russian collusion and, and data analytics and stuff that most Americans, including most media people, don't understand, and now we're just doing straight up, straight up reality TV now. Sex tapes, porn stars, fixer attorneys. We are just doing straight up reality TV. Could this actually help him? No. You think no? Who knows? I don't know. I just gave you all three answers (laughs) in the span of three seconds. Is there a segment of the populace? That if the Democrat, let's say he's, I mean, we, we're going to get an impeachment next year, guys. I, we're going to get one. Can you imagine the TV ratings on that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And let's say he comes out of that unscathed. And the Democrats decide they're going to put some like straight-laced, boring, never done anything wrong dude up. No. They can't do that? They can't. All right, chick. Chick up. Okay. Some chick that's- Does Cory Booker count? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think he may self-identify. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and he's a minority too. On yes. Top of that. So yeah. intersectionality, you got to get all your there you uh, go. bingo there, there. There you go. There you go. Is it possible that there could be people that are just like, dude, man, that show would suck for the next four years? Yes. Yep. That's that. Yes. No, I mean, who 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 are you going to get? Um. Who are you going to get to play Jack Bauer after he dies on 24? Who are you going to get to play fill in the blank? Who are you going to get to play uh, fill in the blank lead character if you kill them off? I mean, the ratings for Trump will go down because Trump is gone at that point. I mean, it's like it's like killing off Harry Potter in book three. What are you going to do? For Harry Potter, for for the remaining four books, I mean, if CNN, if CNN's ratings are in the toilet now, where none of their primetime shows has at least a million viewers, not a single one of them, they're not in the top twenty of primetime cable news shows. If they don't have Trump, 
and you just have a run-of-the-mill politician, what happens to CNN's ratings then? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Could we see a scenario then? Let's take this one step further. If I'm even willing to entertain this question, which makes me want to cut myself when we're done, all right? Right now, I have the same feeling I had when I realized the number one decider of who wins elections is name ID. And Eddie Murphy's Distinguished Gentleman was just a movie before its time. When, when I, I, had, I have that inner just uh, feeling that I had when I, had to come, when I came to the conclusion, if I heard the, the more people that know your name, the more likely they are to vote for you even if they have no clue what you really stand for, is exactly how I feel right now in response to this conversation. Coming to grips with a truth I, I, I just, I can't even with. So let's just go, if, since we're on the crazy train, Mr. Jones, Alex, let's take it one step further. Just as we saw the mainstream media give Trump 60 to 1 coverage over every other candidate in order to get him the nomination and because he was good for ratings. Could we see a scenario where after we get through the storyline of the House next year voting to impeach Trump and we go to a Senate trial about whether to remove him or not? Could we see some of these networks turn and actually begin to pressure the Senate not to vote to have him removed? Because removing him from office, I mean, can you imagine Mike Pence as president compared to Trump, what that does for a storyline, what that does for ratings? See what I'm getting at here? Could we see networks, once they get him impeached, because impeachment and removal are two different things. Most people don't realize that. They tend to link them together. All right, so we've had, what? Andrew Johnson was impeached, not removed from office, right? Right. Bill Clinton was impeached, not removed from office. Right. We've never had anyone impeached and removed from office. Nixon would have been, but he resigned before we got to that point, okay? Could we then, if we're at a point that the culture is so far gone, we are the idiocracy, like the opening line of the narrator in Idiocracy as he describes how stupid Americans have become. And he says, there was some hope genetic engineering would cure America's devolution. However, her brightest minds were more interested in curing hair loss and prolonging erections. If that's where we are, that's because that is that where you're telling me we are? That's what you're telling me, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, replacing Trump with Pence would be like replacing... Van, uh, uh, oh. Vanna White and uh, Pat Sajak with Ben Stein. There you go. Could we see some of these networks turn and 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 essentially start giving Trump the benefit of the doubt, even defending him? No. In order to avoid him being removed because of what it would do for their bottom line. No. Tell me why. Tell me why you think because that's that that's where the line is drawn. Why? Well, they did all these. They gave him. Uh, the tension that helped their ratings, but they gave them attention because they thought he was the surest way to get Hillary Clinton in. Then they're not going to favor him. They'd be more, and, and they're not scared of uh, Mike Pence. In fact, they're used to beating uh, conservatives of that stripe. They keep trying to beat this guy, and it keeps turning on them. Um, no, they they would not defend Donald Trump. It, it is utterly. Not within their nature. I can't. I I know enough of them. I I can't even conceive of them tactically going down that road. Everything up. You had me up until then. But I get the the networks. No, that there. That's a cult. The cult is going to cult. Even with ratings at stake. Uh, yeah. I remember. I've said this all the time. I I looked editors in the eye. You. You, you keep doing the thing you're doing, and this, the paper is falling apart, and they keep doing it. They keep doubling down on it. It is who they are at a DNA level. What do you think, Aaron? I will try to play the contrarian here. Okay, do it. Go. I think that they would totally 
do that. I think they totally would because, uh, but I, th- I think that they would try first to draw the impeachment process out or encourage drawing the impeachment process out as long as humanly possible. I think they would just kind of do the effect of uh, squealing their tires, putting putting it uh, in drive and hitting the brakes at the same time. They will try to milk this for all it's worth. So in that respect, I do think that they, uh, that in some respects, they would try to, after impeachment, they would try to hit the brakes and yet leave the car and drive at the same time if it gets to actually removing him from office. Hmm. How do you respond to his contrarian view, Todd? Well, a, a, a pumping the brakes, that's a really good way uh, to put it. And that is typically how bias works. It's, it's, it's uh, on a daily basis, the default setting of bias. Now, it does get more overt, but the default setting is just to start ignoring things. Uh, so, yeah, it might not be turned up to 11 the whole time but there's never a time um, when the cultish meter is off and they they can't abide giving Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt on things they can ignore him more than on other days and so I I, I think that that's how that's my read of how Aaron's notion might work They'd have to come up with a replacement. What would it be? You mean programming? Yeah. What's the replacement programming? Mike P- Oh, there. No. Oh. Have we no. found that airplane here's your, yet? Here's your LGBTQ storyline you were talking about. Mike Pence is a religious bigot. They'll just hit that for a year. Because reminder, by this time next year, we'll be in election season again and, for 2020. Well, and that was my point about they're they're good at that because. We don't fight back effectively. So we now got, that's a we, good argument. We Basically, because they'll they'll have another election, which has ratings regardless of who the candidates are, right? Okay. So since they have the they have they know they've got a ratings, um, a ratings boost coming up with the primary cycle. So because if you get rid of Trump, you got both parties will have open primaries, right? I mean, Pence will be considered an incumbent, but I, I believe he would be challenged. Um, the Democrats will clearly have an open primary. I think every Democrat's going to... We had 17 Republicans. It would not shock me if we had more Democrats than that declare. So they know they've got that coming up. And you're right. By the time we get to... We know this from living in Iowa. By the time we get to May, June, July of the year before the election... You're pretty much full-time in the primary cycle now, right? As people get right. ready to... They're doing their full-time campaign building in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, right? Okay. So they know they've got that coming up in 2019. So they can just spread out the trial of Trump, the removal of Trump. They can... I mean, that can pretty much take them through the entire year of 2000. and, and or that, that could certainly take up at least the first six, seven months of 2019 until... We get right into the full-fledged, you know, primary right. season. That's a good point, Aaron. Yeah, this um, this episode of uh, Talking Trump, uh, I think it's, you know, this is this. this I get it, like Talking Dead. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Talking <laughs> yeah, Trump. Like this it. is, um, you know, this is this is this is where I think fans of this show should come uh, to dis- discuss this type of stuff. It's. Uh, look how in-depth we've gotten. We've already laid out for the writers ahead of time what they're going to do for mm. the next two years. Let's revisit this one last time. Seriously, you guys really do believe there's a segment of the culture that just loves yep. the drama and it helps them? Yeah. Yes. When to Give me the composite of who that person is. I want to be able to avoid them. So tell me who I'm. I'm looking to... Tell me who's in the leper colony. Who is it? Tell me who that person is. If you spend... Other, other than me yesterday. 
<laughs> Tell me who else it is. <laughs> oh, uh, James Comey. Hmm. Did you see the meme of him yesterday? Oh, no, it was uh, the Onion headline. Go ahead, Todd. Let me find the Onion headline. The whatever segment of America spends, oh, what number should I put on this? Um, more than five hours every week watching television, which is a lot of people. You mean like other than live events? Yeah. Yes. Other than you mean like regular programming, regular program, okay. the ones, you know, get home from work, sit down, TV goes on, watch it for hours. Uh, might it might need a number a little higher than five. Because I, I, I think all of them, I think the the amount of people uh, <laughs> that had life from going, that's funny. Um uh, Aaron just put up something on the screen here that we cannot repeat, but it's very funny. But um, see, I think this is the kind of thing because it has every reality TV drama storyline ever. This this is something people are going to be much more interested in than Russia in collusion and you know Facebook algorithms and bots on Twitter. Most people have any clue, and most elected officials and most media have no clue about any of those things. But this is something, this is tale as old as time right here, right? Well, this is like, oh, now it's coming to my head again. I mean, this is like that that damn first episode of The Black Mirror that you made me watch and I can't watch from my head. After the Prime Minister of England did what he did with the pig, his... his uh, Of Dark Mirror. Yeah, of Dark Mirror, Black yeah, Mirror. Black Mirror, I mean, yeah. His um, polling went up. Yeah. If, if it's... Trump, now I, I'm not, I, I'm not certain of abortions and what it does because that just takes us to an incredibly dark well, that's place. My, that was but my next porn, question. What, what if, what if there is a presidential sex tape? Well, that because yeah. I think you should prepare yourself for the for the eventuality yes. that there is. Now, every other reality TV star, seemingly the Kardashians, the Teen Mom chick. I mean, how many reality TV stars have had? The sex tape. I mean, Screech had a sex tape from Saved by the Bell. You and I are old enough to remember when the first real celebrity sex tape was Rob was Rob Lowe, yeah. right? And that destroyed him for years. He was a huge star. Now he's a star again, but it 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 it, it deterred his career for a long time. Now I think we were talking about this before the podcast, Aaron. You referred to the sex tape as a rite of passage for right. reality TV stars, right? right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I would I would say if there is a Trump sex tape, and if you just start doing the math, I'd prepare yourself for the possibility, if not eventuality, that there is one. If there is a Trump sex tape, then if he were in, if he were still on The Apprentice, still primarily a reality TVI, I don't think any of us doubt in in what precedents we've seen with celebrity reality show tech sex tapes in the past, this would be a boon benefit, right? <clears throat> if he had never run for president, Colbert, Kimmel, all those guys would be joking about dudes can still bring it at 70, right? Was Is that not what we'd right, be? Right, yeah, okay, yeah, right. That's what we'd be hearing, okay? Now, since politic partisan politics are involved, I think that enters a new dynamic into this conversation. Or you, do you disagree? What do you think? Oh, no. Or is it just as simple as um, those who think he's Cheeto Jesus will talk about <clears throat> he's vigorous, and those who think, you know, he's the worst human being that ever walked the face of the earth will just, in other words, it, it's the same yep. reaction to everything that comes out. Yep. All right. That. You agree with that or disagree with that if it's just a sex tape? Yeah, more or less. Yes, right. I agree with that. What if, what if he paid for an abortion? That was 10 years ago. He's a changed man. You think that'll be the answer to the abortion question? Yeah, he's, he's our King David. Yep. Who's a man after God's own heart? His child died too. <laughs> oh. You know this is coming. Yeah, he did. Didn't kill it himself, but yeah. I mean, hey, they're already comparing him falsely to Nebuchadnezzar, yep. which it actually turned out to be a very apropos comparison, just not in the context in which they were applying it. What do you think, Todd? There will be that, but if there is only that, 
and there isn't finally a cleansing, Pontius Pilate-esque washing of the hands, stepping back. Where would it come from? I mean, it's not coming. Tell me who on his, does James Dobson re- resign from his evangelical oh, I, council? We know Paula White, Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, so tell me who it is. I'm talking less about that. I'm just talking about the people. Oh, the average person? The average person, yes. All right, well, I mean, you go to St. Augustine's here in town. This is a, I mean, is it, 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 I always forget, is it a grave or a mortal sin in the Catholic Church abortion? That's the same. Is it the, the same? It's the same thing. Oh, so they're 10% interchangeable. Maybe yeah. that's why I conflate them all the time. Yeah. Okay. Being tell me, is the lesser. Thank you. So tell me, the reaction in your parish is what? Amongst conservatives I'm, in your parish? I'm worried by how much I don't honestly know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I, I fear it is still going to be with way more people than it should be better than Hillary on some level. I, I'm just going to say this for the record right now. Snark, cynicism aside, cold-blooded, sober-minded analysis, okay? I'm going to be very surprised if we don't get a sex tape and or he paid for at least one abortion. If you look at the way this is trending, I'm going to be very surprised if we don't end up in these two places. I agree. I agree. So I, I, that's why I think we should probably contemplate what may or may not happen when and if we do. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Is that a storyline that's a bridge too far, do you think? Nope. No? No. Can we... Let's just cross the abortion one when we cross that bridge. It's... it's it It puts a level of darkness on it akin to the, what I felt... That day when we realized the Republicans weren't going to do a damn thing about bags of dead ba- baby, baby parts, parts. Um, yeah. I don't want to look in that mirror. Well, we're already, listen, we're, we're here. The National Finance, Deputy Finance Chair yeah. of the Republican right. Party put us here last week. Right. Courtesy of Michael Cohen. We're here right now. I mean, if, if we, we got a mystery solved last week, guys. We've been trying to figure out for years. I mean, this has gone on for years now. Going back to the Bush years, when Republicans had total control in those years, why in the world do they still keep giving every year hundreds of millions of dollars of our money to one of their primary political opponents, Planned Parenthood, who organizes their uh, helps organize their opposition all over the country? Why? Because they, do they believe do in their mission of killing as many babies as possible. Yeah, because they require their services. I think we've got last week we got our answer. You're not gonna you're not gonna cancel you know a, a service that you're utilizing. No one does that. They need their services. That's where we are. So we got that answer solved. Probably not the answer any of us were really hoping for, but you're right. We are we are going through a um, a never-ending episode of Black Mirror here. There's no question about that. And you're making an argument for why uh, November can be held by the Republicans. No, actually, I'm making the exact opposite argument. We you, the this the storyline needs an impeachment trial. We need the impeach. There has to be an impeachment trial. Are you kidding me? There has to be an impeachment trial. It's it's Star Wars without the Death Star blowing up. Okay, I mean it's 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 the Avengers never facing Thanos. It, it's what they did in the Fantastic Four, where they brought in a really cool Silver Surfer, and then Galactus turned out to be a cloud. It's what they did with Green Lantern when he fought Parallax instead of Sinestro, and Parallax was this even dumber-looking cloud. It's what they did in the Justice League when they wrote Darkseid out of the movie. No way. they. This show is so well-written, they're not making any of those mistakes. Like, if you saw some of the early DCEU movies, you could see them making the mistake they made with Darkseid, right? You could see that. There's no way this show is so brilliantly written. We didn't come to the culminating moment without an impeachment trial. There has to be one. We're going to get one. This show demands it. Hell, Trump demands it. He loves the attention. We have to have it. I mean, this is, I mean, this is, they're, they're up there all day, every day, doing nothing but talking about him all of the time. All of the focus and attention is on him. Are you freaking kidding me? This is the ego trips of ego trips. You get to put everybody on your own side on the record 
the ultimate loyal. What's he always asking his appointees about? Are you going to be loyal? This is the ultimate loyalty test. Are you all in to defend me against these people or not? No middle ground will be offered. No middle ground will be provided. Even, even, even darling Nikki, Nikki Haley, will have to take a stand, who's brilliantly handled this up until now. But by this time next year, she will either take the mark or she gone. That will be true of our entire movement. Oh, Trump's ego and the writers of this show demand we must have, we must have that final act. We must have it, Todd. But can't that and won't that act, in essence, be played out in the lead up to the election? No, no, not all the drama. You know, I mean, listen, but in, that's in every, the whole point of what we're talking about. We're talking demonic, about the quality in every, of the show. In every horror movie about demonics. How come they never go get the evangelical minister from down the street? Who who's always who's always the clergy, Todd? Catholic priest. Why? Exorcism. Why? No, it goes beyond that. <laughs> the visual. The collar. Oh, sure. The sure. relic. The, 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 you know what I'm saying? Not sure. the, the uh, bad uh, the goatee book. and a... Uh... And a Hawaiian there, shirt. It, 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 it adds, jeans? It yeah. add, yes. You're not going to grab Bill Hybels. Okay? Bill Hybels walks in the room. You're like, are you going to golf with it? You look at the priest with the garb. There's a formality. The garb. There's a, the, the book. The, the, the relics. The liturgy. It adds to the ambiance. It, it, it adds to the scene. It, it makes it seem more serious. This is happening. And that's why it has to be an impeachment trial. Because that's the ultimate showdown stage. It's 12 angry men. It's inherit the wind. Are you kidding me? Pulitzers, Tony Awards are going to be, will be lost if this is not done. The public will demand it. The audience will demand it. The script will demand it. Trump will demand it. His presidency will not be complete without this. The ego will reject. If if I'm sure of anything that we just talked about, it is this. This must happen. Sorry. I'm pounding on the table again. My apologies. This must happen. It would be like the exorcist ends with Ma- with Max Valensido walks in the room and says, it's really cold in here. And then the credits roll. No. Oh, no. Some heads need to flip. Some puke needs to happen. Somebody needs to say by the, the power of Christ compels you. There needs to be, there's got to be Inherit the Wind, 12 Angry Men, Perry Mason. Hell, at this point, the American people are so bored they'll settle for Matlock. It must happen. And it will. And it will. This storyline cannot be, cannot be denied. What you're talking about is the equivalent of we get to the end of of a season of Dallas and Pam goes into the shower after the whole season was about Bobby's death and Bobby's in the shower. That's a jump the shark moment. No. We already did an election. We already did that. We already had that show. This has got to be a new show now. You can't, going back to the election is the Force Awakens. We're just going to call the Death Star Starkiller base now. And it'll be totally new and no one will know that we just ripped off every derivative of A New Hope. Okay? So instead of R2-D2, we have uh, BB-1. And Han Solo's black now and his name is Finn. Luke Skywalker's a girl now and her name is Rey. Same movie. I can't do that. We're even going to put a guy in a Vader mask and his last name is Skywalker. Nope. They're not going to do that. It's going to be lit as lit can get. This is between Trump and the media. This is the and the, and the political class. This is the ego showdowns of all ego showdowns. There is no way they just what you said earlier about the media. The cultish aspect of it. They, they, even if they'll, they'll always put their, the ideology of their cult ahead of even their own ratings applies here. No way they're going to come this far. We're going to come this far and then we're just going to leave it up to the people. What country you think you're living in, man? 
Hell to the no, they're not going to do that. They already did that once, and the people screwed it up in all their minds. They're not going to leave this up to the people. They're going to do this themselves, because this ain't community theater. It's masterpiece theater. Oh, no. They're already making the graphics, the somber music. Fox will literally just become Save Our President. Are you kidding me? Oh, yes. Oh, of anything we have said this entire podcast, if I am sure of anything, it is these last few minutes. Final thoughts, Aaron. The one who's dumbest to last loses, but we're always the dumbest ones because we always get the last word. We're always voting with our wallet. We're always voting with our actual votes. And somehow we got ourselves into this predicament because that's what we voted for because we were the dumbest last because we had the last word. And I'm talking about, I'm, this is, this, there's no hope in this arena. We need, again, spiritual revival first and foremost and always not to make America great again. But to get right with our maker, that's why we need. That's why we need it. This oh, there's is, no hope here. But are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I'm entertained. I'm totally entertained. I don't think there's any hope. But dude, I am entertained. Todd, how many elections? we deserve and that elections we need can we stand we're gonna find out something tells me we are going to find out this show made me uncomfortable (laughs) I could tell it started off because I confessed my past love for 90210 and now you just look like you've just got the creepy crawlies there's this great in um, the movie I, Tanya, where this guy uh, looking back and talking about it and he worked for hard copy at the time and and he then they're the ones who broke one of the big scoops about the whole Tanya Harding thing and he was this actor playing the hard copy one time hard copy reporter was commenting on the regular media and he said yeah we're the guys that everybody uh, all of the mainstream media used to mock and then became and you're just describing writ large beyond just the press you're talking at a cultural level an entertainment level a political level all of it the, and we will simultaneously all be mocking and won't be able to pull ourselves away from, which in turn means we're mocking ourselves. And everyone was wise in their own eyes. Hey, if you haven't done so yet, please click subscribe there on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay, no matter how much you listen to or where how you listen to us. Just take a couple seconds to do so. That's a big help. If you can leave us a positive review, if you like what we do, don't lie. But if you do like what we do, uh, those help us as well. The more of you that subscribe, the more of you that leave positive reviews, the more people that uh, follow in your footsteps and listen to us as well. Thank you to all of you that have already done both of those things. And let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. CRTV.com, promo code DACE to watch today's television show. Until tomorrow, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like you. 